I want to welcome Dr. Manuel Schubert to State Champs Hang Time, Michigan. Dr. Schubert is a DMC orthopedic surgeon and he's a sports medicine specialist. Uh, thank you for taking a few minutes to discuss ACL injuries with our audience. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on the show today, Lauren. I was mentioning to the guys Dr. Schubert, how scary and tough it is uh, to see an athlete suffer an ACL injury. I mean, you could sometimes hear the pop on the court and it is gut wrenching, you know, for everyone uh, that's in the building. Why do you think ACL injuries are so common in a sport like basketball? Yeah, you know, I, I totally agree that, you know, ACL injuries are really devastating, you know, at all levels of, you know, competition and play. And, um, you know, these athletes do a lot of jumping, cutting, pivoting and twisting. And those are all um, mechanisms that tend to put the ACL at higher risk for injury. Um, and so just because of these athletes, you know, are doing a lot of those activities, places them at higher risk for possible ACL injury, you know, during competition. The, you know, the ACL is a primary uh, stabilizer of the knee that resists anterior tibial translation, which means that it prevents the, the tibia, the shin bone, from translating too far um, anteriorly towards the front. And so uh, that helps with all those, you know, movements that I discussed. And then it also acts as a stabilizer of tibial rotation. And so, you know, when athletes put the knee at greater stresses with those various movements, it increases the risk potentially for ACL tears. Yeah, it's it seems like such a, a small ligament and yet it, it connects to everything. It's so important. And uh, that's how the body works in a lot of cases. Let us talk care. How are ACL injuries treated? Uh, so typically the um, recommendation, especially for younger athletes who want to return to any type of sporting event, especially ones that do involve all those pivoting, rotational, jumping type movements such as basketball, we typically recommend ACL reconstruction. And what that entails is we actually recreate that ligament inside the middle of the knee to provide that stability again that is lost with ACL injuries. And we typically in younger athletes recommend a graft taken from their own knee. Um, usually the most common ones are patellar tendon graft. Um, quadriceps tendon graft or hamstring tendons to recreate that ligament or rope inside the middle of the knee to recreate that stability. There are some studies that have talked about ACL repairs, but typically the treatment of choice and the, the gold standard is a uh, reconstruction. And in older individuals who are more do recreational sports, kind of weekend warriors, um, we can also consider possible donor grafts for the ACL reconstruction, typically in patients 40 and older, but in the younger athletes, we usually recommend reconstructing with their own um, tissue. And then, um, you know, we do the reconstruction procedure, and then it's usually about a at a minimum six month recovery until they're back to playing full you know, participation and competition. Um, and it can be anywhere up to even nine months to a year, um, depending on the recovery. But again, minimum, usually six month recovery after surgery. You know, we've had an opportunity to uh, interview several DMC surgeons and physicians, and I'm always curious, and I, and I just wanted to ask you briefly, what got you really interested in, the, in becoming an orthopedic surgeon? Why this particular field? 
Well, I've been an athlete growing up all my life. I actually went to high school around uh, the Metro Detroit area as well and was active in football, wrestling um, growing up. I was a collegiate wrestler as well. And just having that athletic background really introduced me to the idea of sports medicine and, you know, involvement with athletic trainers. You know, I really like the thought of being able to participate in the care of athletes from all ages and, you know, all ranges of activity level and competition and allow them to get back to doing the things that they love and get them back to the sports because I know how important it was to me and still is to me. And I'd like to you know, help out people with that in their lives. Well, it's great. And it's, you know, it's what we call the Lord's work because, you know, it, when you put yourself back in the position of being a high schooler and if you are participating in athletics, it can be oftentimes, as it was in my case, it's the biggest thing in your life. And to have something, you know, to have a setback, to have an injury, uh, such as an ACL injury, it, it can literally devastate you, uh, sometimes soul crushing. So the great thing is, is how far we've come along in the progress of treating ACL injuries. For people out there who want to know a little bit, you know, should this affect their life in any way, whether it be your, your son or daughter or, or yourself, what's a typical recovery time for an ACL injury? Actually, before surgery even, we usually like patients to restore their knee range of motion back to normal. We want the swelling to go completely down. And so oftentimes there's usually a little bit of gap between the injury and actually when we do the surgical reconstruction. Um, and it might even involve some physical therapy or additional work with athletic trainers to get that range of motion back to normal and reduce the swelling. Um, it just helps with improving the recovery afterwards. When people go into surgery with a stiff and swollen knee, they have an even more stiff and swollen knee after surgery and makes it tougher to recover. And then in terms of the recovery, there are various protocols out there, and it depends uh, on the surgeon's preference. But typically, um, you know, the first uh, couple of weeks to, you know, few months are time of rest and, you know, kind of early range of motion, gradual strengthening, get the quadriceps strength back. And then as time progresses and the ligament starts to heal more and undergo this process called ligamentization, where it starts to heal into the bone tunnels, then we start getting the athlete to do more higher level activities, get them back to a running progression program, start light plyometrics. And then as they're developing uh, along their recovery, then we get them back into more sports specific exercises and getting them ready to return to athletics and doing functional testing to actually make sure that their knee and their ligament is ready to go for when they actually return to play. Six months to up to a year usually. Got it. So this is the big question. Is there anything athletes can do to prevent ACL injuries from even occurring? Oh, there definitely is, Lauren. And there have been a lot of studies over the years to look at that just because of how prevalent this injury is and how devastating it can be to an athlete's career. So, you, you know, there are a lot of good studies that have looked at biomechanics of, you know, various activities and motions. And it's really important for people to have good awareness of their body, good strength of their lower extremities, as well as their core, their hips, their thighs, you know, making sure that when they move that they have good alignment and don't really overextend their body too much. And that when they are jumping, they're jumping with their knees over their feet and really avoiding collapsing their knee inwards, which is called uh, like a valgus deformity on the knee. Um, that puts a lot of stress on the knee and the ACL. And there are things that can be done to teach proper um, jump mechanics and doing jump training exercises. And a lot of 
places do offer various ACL prevention programs that can really teach these appropriate biomechanics and you know assist with appropriate jump training and um, increasing the strength of their lower extremity and really teaching that muscle memory so that when they are actually practicing and playing, they're not thinking about it or executing these uh, movements appropriately. All right, last question. I remember when I was a kid, uh, come on, Lauren, play through the pain. We know now that's not really good advice. So if you have knee pain, when is it time to see a sports medicine physician? Well, I would recommend that if there's pain that's really limiting their ability to do what they need to, so if they aren't able to play to the level that they need to or previously were able to, then I think it's time to seek additional care. Um, I think usually a good go point, uh, go-to point, person initially is their athletic trainer and you know just to kind of get initial valuation. But if they have worsening knee pain, if they have swelling where their knee swells up like a balloon, they have mechanical symptoms, including catching, clicking, locking, popping of the knee, or if the knee feels unstable when they're trying to do various activities, um, those are all signs that something's going on with the knee and um, it might be time to see a sports medicine specialist. All right. I want to thank Dr. Manuel Schubert for hanging with us here on Hang Time. Great advice. We appreciate your time. And remember, if you have a sports injury, see the experts at DMC Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. To make an appointment, call 1-888-300-DOCS. That's 1-888-300-3627. And we thank you, Doc. Thank you, Lauren. Appreciate it. And good luck to everybody.